Bananas. Why is it always fucking bananas? I just go bananas. It's a phallic obsession. That is probably true. Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. My name is Preston. Join us always by my co-host, Batman. Oh, you're not delightful this time. Nope. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is a backup episode. Yeah, a rainy day episode in case we have a week where we're super busy and can't record one. Yep. So with that, here's some news. Try to guess what day we're recording this. So I have some Joker casting for you. Uh, for the, the second Christopher Nolan, the sequel to Batman Begins, they just cast Heath Ledger as the Joker. What do you think about that? He, that sounds absolutely terrible. His, his last his last movie was Brokeback Mountain. He was a gay cowboy. I don't want a gay cowboy <laughs> Joker. What is this? This just makes no sense because neither of us had remotely deep voices when this happened. <laughs> we were both prepubescent. I thought it was a good joke. I thought you were done to like, actually do like the Leo thing to date this episode. Nope. Nope. Anyway, so there's no news, so we're just going to hop right into it. So this episode actually has no timestamp on it, really, because this is this is just straight from our brain heads. There's nothing relevant that's happening in the in the world. Leave that would... now. You have been warned. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about just kind of our creations of comics, our little ideas for comic books, little ideas for stories, stuff like that. Oh, that reminds me. I have another idea I can use. If we have some time. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's um <laughs> I don't give a shit. It's it's it uses existing characters. But Okay. It's like a standalone story. That might cause some copyright issues, but I don't give a shit. There's not enough people listening to this podcast. Well, who knows? Maybe this will come out and maybe we'll actually use this when we get pit when we get popular. I say when. When. <laughs> um so yeah. So uh I guess Matt, do you want to start? Start off with one of yours? Um Okay. So I'm gonna take us immediately to a low point and come up with yes i have i have I live in the low points <laughs> so i have i've i don't know like any superhero obsessed guy you always come up with your own stories and um this one is not so much a story as it's just an idea for a character so the world is basically like an actual superhero universe like dc or marvel where you've got uh, gods and monsters flying around and um doing the things and destroying yeah. the cities and yeah so you got hurting your, the people you got your superman analog and your your i don't know you got your you have your colorful power person and you got your dark uh stealthy rich person yeah you got your your rich guy with no powers who is cool and then you got i don't know a variety of different powers you got a speedster you got an arrow person you got a Maybe uh, not this specific, but yeah. So there's there's <laughs> there's a generic superhero world. Yep. And then there's this. The, so the, the one character who I haven't haven't actually come up with a good name for. Let's come up is, with a good name for. Like, him. Yeah, that's that was the plan. <laughs> so basically, Alfred. Okay, his name is Alfred. Yes. <laughs> that's gonna get confusing though, because I'm just gonna imagine Michael Caine, and that's <laughs> the wrong actor. I was for thinking this. of Alf. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> so, um, this guy's Alfred McJuggleson. I'm just going to tell you to shut up right now and <laughs> we're going to stop this before it gets any more downhill than it's already gone. <laughs> okay, continue. Okay. So this guy's, well, he, he kind of has two powers. Alfred Leopold McJuggleson? Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you notice that I actually completely forgot the last name too? Yep. <laughs> it was like Mick something. <laughs> so, anyway, this guy's power is that he can induce death in a living organism. Induce death in a living organism. Yeah, so if he just snaps his fingers or does the secret spider handshake or whatever, whatever he's pointing at or thinking about dies. That is very death note. A little bit. The The other twist to his character is that he is the only one who can end his own life. So he's immortal. Oh, shit. Except he's the only one who can end his life. Holy hell. And he's... But he can suffer... Deathy he, McSuicide. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> but the third twist is that he can feel pain like a normal person. So if you shoot him in the face, it's going oh, to hurt like way more than you can possibly conceive. But Jeez. he's not going to kill him. <laughs> okay, now I'm actually trying to come up with like a decent name for him. If I want to go DC, it's got to be a first name, first name. Because, you know, Bruce Wayne, Clark Kent, Barry Allen, yeah. literally everyone is a first name, okay. first name. Um, what was Oppenheimer's first name? Robert. Robert. That's a really general name, though, damn it. I feel like I still kind of like that, though. Yeah. Because he, like, he, he, he didn't, wait, no, who was the first person that said, uh, I am become death? Destroy all worlds. Oh, that's a uh, Bhagavad Gita thing. So that's, um. We might have to Google that, but like, I think his first name should be that guy's first name. Yeah, but that's going to maybe i don't know i i like robert okay i also i also like the idea that this guy has lived for so long that he's kind of forgotten who he was robert livingston that's half joke half serious because like life i'm living i was i was trying to think of like death words and come up with something there but that's going to be too transparent so robert livingston i like it cool and that's a really general name but there's like a there's a reason behind all the names yeah yeah so Anyway, this other idea I like with this character is um, he's lived for so long that he's kind of forgotten who he was originally. Huh. Um, that's something I've cribbed from different works of fiction. Yeah. But is uh, it he's like literally forgotten who he was like yeah. uh fan of stranger or is it like, well, he does, fan of stranger hasn't forgotten what so, who he is. He has to change his name repeatedly. I don't I don't know how much like actual just fantasy literature you've read but have you heard of m john harrison nope okay so he's a british fantasy writer who writes very literary fantasy stuff and one of his big things is the uh vericonium stories it's kind of a connected set of novellas and stories that are set in this fictional city okay and there's one character in there that is so old that he's forgotten who he is kind of like this guy Hmm. and the idea is that human memory is only designed to last a certain For a amount. lifetime? Yeah. Like, so you can't, you, you physically start just losing all of your memories after like 150 or something. You so kind of you, start restarting. Yeah. So this guy has lived so unnaturally long because the only way he can die is to induce his own death. And there could be like a, like a, like a, a facet to this where it's, it's like, you know, f- there's, there's fictional history or there's historical fiction is what it is, but there could be like scientific fiction fucking really sci-fi <laughs> <laughs> what preston has invented sci-fi realized. this is this is like but 17th like, century and preston a, has invented sci-fi there's a part of the brain that will actually just like reset itself you know how there's like those evolutionary things that like 
sci-fi have has uh-huh. where like they'll just say that your brain will do something like that in this story your brain will reset itself meaning it'll start purging everything that it knows yeah and that could be and it could like you could say like every maybe 150 years he becomes like a child because he just starts losing all his memories maybe i don't know I, I, this is your story i'm <laughs> I, I i prefer kind of a more shit out here <laughs> i prefer kind of a more gradual he loses his older memories as he's building new ones because he can only fit a... so it's like really subtle amnesia yeah amnesia yeah. Yes, amnesia. Yeah, or more like, more like dementia, I guess. But okay, yeah, not exactly. It only affects his old memories, uh-huh. um, or unnecessary ones. So, so he doesn't he doesn't trust his own memory because maybe he gets like flashes from farther back, but he doesn't know what they're from or something. Yeah. Um. So I don't really have a story for this guy. Um. My vaguest of vague outlines is that the normal superheroes the discount justice league kind of becomes aware of him and sees him as a threat and so he's like trying to run and hide from them and uh, like trying to avoid killing them at all costs yeah that's but at the same time like... that's his last line of defense yeah and then there's always this interesting moral question with this guy okay so he's like at what point do i want to end my life and then there's also the the constant threat of okay what if i become bad and just go on a killing spree because i can and no one can stop me yeah there's a lot that you could do with a character like that. Yeah. Like one thing is like if he um like he could he could go through these insanely experimental surgeries to like enhance himself because he know he will not die. Yeah. So like it, it it'll hurt like hell, but I'm sure like I mean surely by that point he'll be shot in the face multiple times. Yeah. Does he heal? Or um, does he just have these giant fucking bullet holes all over his body <laughs> all the time? And Let's... like he's like missing an arm? Let's let's give him low level healing abilities. So it takes a while to heal. So it takes like as twenty long... times the time it took like Deadpool to regrow his hand. Yeah, yeah, something it's, like that. It's like Wolverine or Deadpool level, but much slower. And yeah, he feels it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So no, I don't have a story for the character, but I think there's a lot you can do. Just with wait him. till we get to my characters. There's no story, <laughs> but it is a character. Okay. Series of characters. Okay. Because my next well. So my, my real world one is just kind of a self-contained story. And gotcha. my other made up one is a story without very interesting characters. So. Okay. Uh, so my first one. All right. It's really, really simple or like, it's not really simple. It's just really short. It won't take me long at all to explain it. It's a, it's an idea for a short film. And, he, and Matt and I have talked about this and I've talked about it to a lot of my friends and they all think it's a really cool idea. It's a short film. It's about 15 minutes. It's just a prolonged fight sequence. And if you just look at it, just like. Oh, it's just this 15-minute short film. And it's just this big fight. Oh, cool. Cool fight scenes. And it'll be like a cool thing. Like, I'm obsessed with the fighting in uh, uh, Winter Soldier mm-hmm. between the two of them where they're just like really fast, cool flip stuff. People have like insane yeah. training to fight. But like, if you look at it, if you look in the background, if you kind of watch little things in like the acting or just like the, the eyes or anything, just anything in the background, all kind of visual context you'll get an entire story. And my general idea for the story is that these two these two humans that are fighting are actually androids, like highly advanced androids. Sci-fi. Uh, mm-hmm. So highly advanced that it is literally, you cannot distinguish them from a human unless, unless you know. Very apropos with the, the original Blade Runner movie coming out here right now in 1982, which is what year <laughs> we're in. <Damn> it. <laughs> we're just going to start going back in time, <laughs> yep. further and further back in time. You made a big jump. You made a fucking 
what 20 year 20 25 year, year jump yeah. yeah i don't even know if it was 1982 i don't either i think it was but. um and you'll you'll start to realize that these two are androids and there's an or some some sort of corporation that designs these androids and so the androids it's a it's a huge line of androids and it's sort of irobot-esque yeah okay and there's this huge line of androids that on the surface they're good but they have this programming in the back of their and they're like just hidden really deep in the code that like it, it's like a it's like a sleeper agent like they'll be bad when mm-hmm. you need them to be bad and i don't know i don't have this sort of flushed out maybe one of them starts to kind of go bad and then another one notices it but okay. it's 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 just barely bad that it's still entirely invisible to a normal human uh-huh. um and they start fighting because they both know that the other one is bad but they have uh-huh. to keep the facade that they're good <laughs> so it's like i'm fighting you because you're bad and then the other one's like, I'm fighting you because you're bad. But they both, they're both trying to convince everyone that they're the good ones and the other one's bad. Uh-huh. And you, you don't get this unless you're watching. Like maybe there's a, uh, some sort of code. Like, and this would be something, this, this would be a project that you'd have to get all these insanely, like, highly specialized experts to consult on. Uh-huh. Like maybe one of the best coders in the world could, like, write a little bit of code that would indicate this. Not the code for it, but something that would indicate it. Yeah. On a computer screen in the background that they pass by. And if you don't look for that one second, you miss it. Mm-hmm. And then there's like signs of the corporation or something. Yeah. And there's just all these. And there's only like one thing that indicates that they're androids. And if you miss that, then you like mm-hmm. you don't get the whole story unless you catch every single little bit. Yeah. And that's something that I would just put out there and then the Internet would just tear it to pieces and yeah. just let them like just come up with these. And it would be it's something that's not like just. Oh, I would just make this short film. It's something that I or any filmmaker, if you're listening and you want to do this, you would have to dedicate years to to just perfect because it yeah. needs to be perfect because I want I would want it to be so perfect that if you start to kind of theorize about this thing and you're on the right track, there is nothing that can mislead you. Okay. If you start to realize, oh, there's this corporation. What's this? Maybe it's uh, they make androids and then it's like you, it starts like fucking filling your head and you start seeing all these things and there's nothing that you can like it's the entire story there's mm-hmm. nothing mi- there's nothing left out and that's just like it's i'm obsessed with just like a little little visual cues yeah that give you an, an additional little story to it and yeah I, that's i would pay so much money to watch that because <laughs> i'm and you would because you'd have to watch it about 49 times <laughs> yep <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I'm like I'm like you. I love visual exposition, telling, yeah. giving away details, and telling a story without telling it to you because mm-hmm. that's treating your audience like an adult. Yeah, and then it's always fun to watch the internet. Tear exactly. Apart. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the level of craftsmanship that would be needed to create something like this is just beyond me. But beyond, like, I just I don't even know. Like, the level I want it to be, I don't know if that person's alive yet. I think you'd need a really motivated Edgar Wright. Yeah. <laughs> and that would probably do it. It's just like, just the thought of this. Because you can't, the The reason I want it to be like maybe 15, 15 minutes of just fighting is because you don't want anything explicitly said. Like yeah. maybe, maybe like they don't have to be good actors. You can just get two people that are amazing fighters that are like skilled in every single type of martial arts and yeah. just have them go at it. Mm-hmm. Like just something and... And like back to the very beginning, like how they're they're androids, but you they're indistinguishable. Is mm-hmm. that they bleed? 
Okay. Like normal blood, unless it's not normal blood, and maybe that's something that's like something on a whiteboard in the back, like they pass through like the science lab of whatever the corporation is, and you see like a, a formula for something that's kind of a, a variation on a motor oil or something, but it's red, something like that. Uh-huh. And that's when you get like an extreme uh, chemist who can create something like that. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just all this little little tiny shit that. Oh man. It'd be insane. Yeah. No, that would be like a a life's work type of thing to put yeah. together. But I would love to see that. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. All right. That's my thing. I've, I I that's that's my passion project that will literally never happen because I'm not a filmmaker or very smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't help you with either of those. So. <laughs> all right. What's your other okay. story? Um, well, do you want me to do my made-up one or my real characters one? Uh, let's do real characters. Okay, so this is a Daredevil story, because Daredevil is probably my favorite superhero. Okay. Um, I I just love the way he's done in comics, mm-hmm. and then now on the silver screen with our Netflix show. Yeah. Dang it, that just dated us in the wrong direction. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> this Netflix show that might happen, that they said that they might happen coming up. Yeah, they're theorizing about this thing called Netflix that's going to happen in 50 years. <laughs> just, in that one joke, we just like jumped back several times. Well, I was going to say, okay, I love Frank Miller's run that's still going on right now here in the early 1980s, <laughs> which I do really love that run that he did on the comics. Frank Miller, that, that kid that was just born recently? <laughs> yeah, that, that famous kid already with the beard and fedora. <laughs> um. All right, so Daredevil. So Daredevil. So the the main story kind of takes place early on in Daredevil career after um, he and Foggy have started up their law firm. And so uh, there's a lot of flashbacks to back when they were in law school. So when they're at law school, uh, there's this incident where a student apparently goes up into the clock tower and starts shooting at people. And that's based on a real life event yep, from was... uh University of Texas, Texas. in the sixties, yep. I wanna say. Um so that's inspired by that. And he kills a few people, injures a few more, gets arrested, and is on death row and comes to Nelson and Murdoch for one last appeal. And he says, I'm innocent, I was set up, help me. Mm-hmm. And so initially they're like no, because they were, um, they were at the school. They were like in the shooting. Mm-hmm. Like I, w- I would actually love to have college Matt Murdock kind of have his first daredevil moment and go like try to stop him. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't actually get there. Like he gets up to the top and there's no one there. This is important. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was no one there. It was a ghost. No, it wasn't actually. It's a secret hatch. It's at the trap door. He fell through the clock tower. Yep. He's actually just dead on the floor now. Yep. (laughs) But um, but so uh, Matt is he's like, well, okay, so it's the legal system's obligation to make sure this guy gets a fair trial, and it's my duty as a Catholic to try to help this person, and so um he reluctantly drags foggy in and they they start trying to help him and so he uh both as matt murdoch lawyer by day and daredevil lawyer or um vigilante by night starts investigating and he starts finding some very unusual things so like this this guy the alleged shooter he 
has he, he profiles as like a future serial killer and it's a big part of the case they're like yeah no this guy was kind of the quiet weirdo who um had relationship troubles and kind of a deep-seated hatred for people mm-hmm. he starts digging around and he finds something unusual kingpin has been out of the country this is from comics continuity he's been out of the country in japan hiding or not hiding but just staying away mm-hmm. man a little wuss pretty much yeah that was a weird word that i couldn't get out of my face <laughs> <laughs> um and so the, the there's like a um kind of behind the scenes legal battle um the u.s is trying to extradite him but they don't have enough leverage i don't know make up some legal mumbo jumbo Oh yeah, that's all just mumbo jumbo anyway. Oh yeah, it's all just nonsense. What's the these these contracts? They think that you have to like stick to it. <laughs> Is that why I keep getting sued? Probably. Ah, oh. that would explain it. Ah, oh. it's okay. It's all mumbo jumbo. Yeah, anyway. you just walk in. You're like objection, overruled, and then you walk out. Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to law school. Anyway, so he discovers that one of the professors, uh, there's a professor who got shot and killed in this. And uh, one of his professors, TAs, and they were working on a, a brief that would have helped the U.S. extradition case tremendously mm-hmm. in um, bringing the kingpin back for trial. And so he's like, wait, that gives this criminal mastermind a motive. And so he starts digging and discovers that Bullseye famous daredevil villain bullseye uh-huh. had been hired to actually do it and then frame this guy oh and so fights bullseye gets the guy off everyone goes free gets him Happy off ending gets him off real good oh yes it's a weird it there's just, a it just jumps into this really weird gay sex we, yeah porno. we get it we get into a very erotic um pornographic cartoon. yeah we, yes. we realized where matt's brain really was this whole time <laughs> like, i can't wait to write this, i just this i just really want to see daredevil get that suit stripped off him by another hulking man okay, you're drooling now <laughs> easy there buddy <laughs> jesus you were really just like chill man <laughs> we're recording this i know <laughs> okay okay anyway wow. so that's that's my my rough daredevil story rough daredevil story yep it's a puppy it was a, and then you realize he was a dog the whole time plot twist woof woof yep all right my characters okay this is something i've been excited all right you've been you've been talking this up for like a year or so yep for a year i think so eh, probably Okay, so this is something... Alright, so I'm going to talk about... Okay, so I have a superhero and a sidekick, okay? And I don't have any story related to them at all. I don't have a villain for them. I don't have anything, just who they are. So, Gage, my friend Gage and I have come up with this hero called Efficiency Man. Mm-hmm. Where, you, if you're ever, like, reading a comic or you're watching a movie or watching a show, it's like a superhero thing, and you go, why didn't he just do this and it would have been over two hours ago? Efficiency Man does that thing. <laughs> so and he doesn't have a qualm with killing people so okay. like he doesn't have a qualm with killing people if it's someone who's as insane like the joker but uh-huh. if it's someone who he th- it's like a, it's a new kind of criminal he sends him to jail stuff like that mm-hmm. but just like he does his job really well he gets it he finishes crime he like cleans up crime just instantly just anything he does is like immensely efficient Stuff huh. like that. So that's his thing. I okay. don't have a superpower for him. It would probably just be like 
maybe maybe Batman just like really really smart uh has has resources stuff like that. Yeah. Um his sidekick. Matt, you ready for this? Yeah. Is Better Boy. Okay. Okay, his name is Johnny Brennan Good. Johnny be good. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> his name is Better Boy. And what he has is every single conceivable superpower, but just a little bit. So, for instance, like flying. He can fly, but he can only hover like six feet off the ground. He can't go any higher than that. There's like he's got heat vision. So if you like looked at something and he wants to heat it up, he can only heat it up to maybe like 112 degrees. Something like that. Give me more superpowers. Super speed. Super speed. He can run about the speed of an of an average moving car. Okay. So like if there's a car who's driving that's driving on kind of a residential road, he can keep up with it. Okay. Uh telepathy. Telepathy. He can Oh wait, yeah. Telepathy, so mind control essentially. Yeah. He can mind control, but it's not mind control, it's just a really big craving. Okay. And it's 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 rel- depending on the will, the the will of the person, like it's pretty easily quashed. Uh-huh. Like it's like he's, if he's like go uh Go pick up that gun. The guy's just like, that gun looks really pick-upable. But he doesn't do it it's just because it's like, why, why do I need that gun? Like, they, it gives them the like, capability to kind of analyze why they're having this thought. And if they're uh-huh. just like, oh, just get the fuck out of my head. Like, he's okay. not very good. Uh, super intelligence. Super intelligence. He's just pretty smart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he graduated college at like 21 so he like took a lot of AP classes in school, uh-huh. but like a couple more than the normal person could. Mm-hmm. Like he was he, his entire so- like he took AP classes in sophomore year. Okay, like all AP classes, uh-huh. which is not something typically you'll see. Yeah. So he was a couple years ahead of everyone else in college. Okay. He has a doctorate in just like kind of mathematics. Sure. He's just he's pretty pretty smart. He's smart, but like he's just smart. Okay. Uh, time travel. Time travel. <laughs> 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 so probably just like a like 10 minute increments <laughs> you can only jump 10 minutes back in time honestly that would be super that would be super useful. evil that yeah be, yeah if you like try to hit on a girl and you're just like oh shit then you can jump 10 minutes back in time yeah but yeah. uh he, he likes he like sees the ramifications or some shit i don't know yeah <laughs> Uh oh, I had one. Uh, teleportation. Teleportation. He literally can take two steps, but with one step. <laughs> <laughs> so he can teleport two steps in front of him by taking one step. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he can move faster, but that paired up with his super speed, he can go twice fast. as fast. Okay. So he can go. He can maybe keep up with a, a with an old person on the interstate. <laughs> Person going like sixty miles an hour, he can keep up with them combining two of his powers. Okay. You no, know no, he can only use one power at a time. Okay. <laughs> Just to make him a little, a little less better, a little less, less better than a boy. <laughs> All right. Um, last one. Fantastic pecs. Fantastic pecs. Uh maybe Terry Crews about halfway through how he got to here. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he's just guy. he's just a little better than everything. And like, I kind of had an idea for like his his nemesis is like something other like the opposite of that, where he can only do the extreme. So like, if he wants to fly, he immediately flies like four miles in the sky. He can't go anywhere other than that. 
And like, so like, okay, so super strength for better boy. He can only lift things that are like, he can like maybe lift a desk on his own, but uh-huh. just a desk. Cause you know how you can lift a desk like up, you know, you can't yeah. pick it up, but you can lift it up on the edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can, he can do both sides. So it's pretty strong, but not really that the, his, his, his villain can't pick up anything that's less than three tons. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a secretary that has to write everything down because they can't pick up a fucking pen. <laughs> You can only pick up things that are immense. That is hilarious. <laughs> and like heat vision, he can't like he can't heat up a toaster because it'll burn down the entire neighborhood immediately. It'll all just turn to molten rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I love this, this. This guy is the best. Oh man. Oh. And his and his pecs are the are are Dwayne Johnson when he was the biggest. <laughs> it's like huge his pecs are so big that they obscure his eyes he's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, i can't see anything <laughs> but he's got a super voice so it's so loud it blasts him out of the way <laughs> <laughs> he's got a super breath but like every time he talks it just everything just goes flying like it's like F5 tornado just like 300 mile an hour winds every time he breathes. Imagine what his sneezes are like. Oh no. Good lord. <laughs> it's like every time he sneezes the earth like kind of moves a little bit. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what other superpower, superpowers uh, Better Boy can have. What are other things that are there? Basically what what did Superman have in the in the 70s? Oh, you mean aside from everything? Freeze breath. Freeze breath. Uh, uh, same thing as the heat vision, just, just kind of like like cool. a refrigerator. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else is there? Oh, shape shifting. Oh yeah, yeah. But he can really only change the color of his, his skin and like move his nose around a little bit. It's just like <laughs> he can only be other people, but like they have to be relatively close. Like it's a, it's he can change to the point where if you glance, you're like, I don't know who that person is. But if you look really close. You notice because he can only change maybe like two features of his face at once. Uh huh. So like he like his ears kind of go out a little bit more and his nose kind of goes down a little bit. <laughs> but like he's got the same like brow and sh- and jaw. Yeah. So you're just like, wait, are you wearing prosthetics? <laughs> <laughs> Something that can easily be doubled by just wearing prosthetics. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, what is what else is there? Density control, but it's just you know a little bit. Yeah. Um. He can he can adjust his weight by maybe ten pounds. It's okay. like I need to lose ten pounds, and he does it. But then he can't go any more than that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Telekinesis, just the same thing, only like a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's better boy. Okay. Oh, he's my creation. He's my. He's your child, he's, and you love him. He's the he's the creation that <laughs> shows up in the shows up again, like with the with the superpower with the superheroes, which is basically efficiency man, because mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need anybody else. If he can do else, it. Yeah, <laughs> he just shows up and efficient. Well, I mean, you'd put it; they'd be good together because he's got all those like other super like the miscellaneous like unhuman yeah. superpowers. Yeah, so, so efficiency be... man can utilize that. Yeah, to absolutely. Their advantage. He's a great little tool. Yeah, great little tool. That's all better boy is. <laughs> he's it's a just, little tool. It's just a multi-tool that you like, yeah. eh, I need this now. <laughs> Go to Home Depot and pick up a better boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're getting into human trafficking. Yay! <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, on the dark note of human trafficking, yeah, um, I'll go back to my perfect my, segue. Yep, my last, um, my, my my other 
created one, which again is, well, this one's a little more story than characters. Um, so basically I, I got the idea from this for, um, two things. The first is Watchmen and the second, Oh, the brightest of comic books. Oh yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's a cheery romp. It's like 70s Spider-Man rainbows and it's 70s Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Came out in the 60s. Anyway. (laughs) So, Watchmen. And then um, uh, the other inspiration I got from this was actually from playing Injustice. Because I got to thinking about it. And, I mean, I'm sure there's an in-story reason. But, like, okay, Superman versus Catwoman. Uh Uh-huh. He should just, like... Slaughter. Yeah, like... Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is a, a a skilled woman in a leather suit with no superpowers going up against a god. Yeah. That should not be an even fight. But he doesn't kill. Oh, well, in Injustice, he does. Yeah. But he's trying to be good. Okay, let's... Let, let, Who let, knows? Let, let's say Doomsday, then. Doomsday versus Catwoman. Okay, yeah. That would... That would be terrible. Oh, my God. That would be so quick. Yeah. Just immediate. Just death. Yeah. But, like, the conceit of the game is, okay, they're all evenly matched so you can have an interesting and engaging fighting game. Yeah. Which, that's fine, but it, it got me to thinking, okay, uh, so what if superpowers aren't evenly balanced? So, my story starts out, and the it's um, it's a government gathers a team of people and uh, does some, like, experimental super soldier stuff. And so, you've got, like, a team of eh, fairly generic super soldier guys. So, there's the, the eagle, who's the... Um, the Captain America stand in, um, except he's got a wingsuit because he's he's, he's extra cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And he's um, bald. He's got to be bald. Bald eagle. Yeah. Okay. America. Okay. That's America. Fine. Um. You got stretchy McFlexo pants. Well, I mean, I don't want any like explicit superpowers. I just want people that are a little bit stronger and faster and smarter than than humans can so be, stretchy right? stretchy mcflexo pants can kind of stretch a little bit no no better boys he's here. just really flexible no no <laughs> better boys here i just want i just want a team of of like you know like good super soldiers like if you sent these people in against normal army soldiers they'd tear them apart but if you sent these people in against superman they'd get eaten alive okay um so the government wants to use stretchy mcflexo guys. pants wouldn't get would, would get torn apart that's true. He's, he's just, just really he's flexible. Just... I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something at you again. I really want stretchy McFlexo pants. No! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, trying to lighten the mood of your really depressing story coming up. Stretchy McFlexo not, pants. I mean, it's not so depressing. Stretchy McFlexo pants is gonna show up three times during this. Mark my words. This has been more than three. Starting now. Stretchy McFlexo pants? No, I get to I get I get to say when he shows up. <laughs> I said it so three times. Tell your story. Here at midnight. <laughs> he's, he's here now. <laughs> um, so there's the super soldier team, and they go around, and they're um, I I, I kind of like the idea of the government using them as like superhero symbols, and so they go around fighting for truth, justice in the American way, and, and then they, they got like the PR crap to do. Yeah, so it's 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 kind of Captain America from the the first Captain uh-huh. America movie. Um. But a little more grounded in real world. A little more cynical. Like, the characters are like, oh, this is stupid. I guess we're superheroes now. Yeah, but, but like, to, like, it's it's kind of like you can, you can kind of, like, live in your life. Like, you can kind of imagine this in your life as long as you're a little bit more flexible, like stretchy McFlexo pants. One! I thought you were making a good point there, and then you, you, <laughs> went and you ruined it. 
<laughs> that was really clever, though, wasn't it? I pulled him out. That's one. Yeah. All okay. right, get going, okay. buddy. <laughs> um. So, this is gonna be the end of the podcast because Matt's just gonna hate me after this. Yeah. Back to back to the, the Watchmen thing. So Watchmen is basically a team of normal but like exceptional humans. And plus, then Dr. Manhattan. Plus Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> so here's my but okay, so Dr. Manhattan, I really like what they do with the character where he starts out as human and then he just kind of gets more and more detached from reality. Yeah. Because he's a, he's god, a god who transcends space and time. Literally God. Yeah, basically. Um and so my version of that is okay. What if you've had? What if you have a guy like that, but he got his powers like in ancient Roman time or something? So he has been god powerful for millennia, but he's kind of been hiding it. He's just been sticking around, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out. He's doing his like powers, a, little like, things here and there. Like yeah, well, like he can use his powers essentially to become a very powerful and influential man yeah. at any time period he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is this kind of those one of those historical fictions where like turns out he is like Alexander the Great and we I can found the terrible. We can absolutely do that. Nice. Yeah, I didn't. Nice. Even, I didn't even think of that, but I like that. Turns idea. out he becomes stretchy McFlexo pants. How you wasted that one on a bad one? Ah, damn it. <laughs> There's two. Shit. I got to I got to time my next one perfectly. Yeah. Okay. Um and so this guy uh he sees these superheroes and he's kind of like, "Well, I'm bored. I've just been kind of this behind the scenes, I mean, in as much as Alexander the Great is behind the scenes." <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's been pretending to be a normal human and he's like, "You know what? I'm bored. I think I'll just rule the world, but I'm going to destroy these superheroes." And it goes about as well as you'd expect if Dr. Manhattan turned on the rest of the Watchmen. Yeah. This guy just destroys them. He literally just explodes them? Like, uh, at the end of Watchmen? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So, what? So okay, so he has basically the power set of Dr. Manhattan, which is literally everything. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, approximately that. So, uh, kind of bearing that in mind, does he have the powers to, like, so, like transcending time i'm gonna i'm gonna cut that one no no transcending time okay he's he's basically just an immortal guy so with okay powers. so a, a more powerful more super powered version of like vandal savage i guess yeah because he's been the kind of the person that like has been behind the scene like pulling strings making things happen that he wants to happen like essentially all of history in the dc world happens because of vandal savage okay yeah so approximately like and that. for mm-hmm. so a lot of the story is focused on kind of this superhero team just superheroing around and uh they're they're like yeah no we're the we're the best at what we do we're we're ultimately a force for good in the world and just the crushing horror of near the end all of a sudden this thing appears that they just can't deal with and there's no we can band together and overcome it just what would actually happen if a superpowered good alien Lord. showed up and tore them apart yeah so a little depressing there, but... Yeah. And then Mr. F- Stretchy McFlexo comes and destroys the world! Again! That was... Again! And Stretchy McFlexo pants. He can do what the fuck he wants. He just stretches himself <laughs> all the way around the world and crushes it. Okay. And then right, Mr... If you say so. Miss, uh, Mr. M- Mr. Brooklyn, who is your guy, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of goes, Ah, shit! You got me now! And then... 
goes flailing all the way over to uh Paris. Oh fuck. <laughs> Where am I going with this? And then he becomes Captain Pelly. <laughs> <laughs> and then goes a little mustache and wears a ballet. And whacks people with my guts. And wears black and white stripes always. Or he's just in prison. That would be kind of crazy. That'd be another thing. Of like, okay, so we've got, like, I guess we've got a little bit of time. We're kind of at the end of it, but I want to, like, do a little bit of kind of riffing mm-hmm. of creating something. Seeing if we can actually be funny on the fly. All right. Um, we can't. No, yeah, this is this is <laughs> going to go, this is going to go very badly. And we know that. We know that that's inevitable and we accept that. Yep. This is why you stop listening now. Bye. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so my, my, the thought I came from that is like, what if there's this kind of story of a guy who, uh lives his life like in Paris and it's really stereotypical Paris like he's got the black and white stripes always and <laughs> this is really stereotypical <laughs> <laughs> no like we're really stereotypical and you find out why later and so he's like he's got the black and white stripes he's just kind of living his life but then like throughout his life he starts kind of like coming unhinged uh-huh and like just starts like kind of hallucinating things and like uh just he he has like nightmares of being constrained and like he has these, like, immen- immense claustrophobia, stuff like that. And it turns out that he's actually in prison in the real life. And, like, he's starting, he's hallucinating in his, in his fake life because he's been seeing a therapist that's kind of pulling him out of it. So he's hallucinating the prison, Oh, which is actually, I'm getting chills from this. This was, like, entirely cool. bullshit. I was just making a bullshit joke, and this is actually becoming a thing. So like he's and like he's got claustrophobia because he's like actually entirely insane. So he gets put mm-hmm. in straitjackets, uh, and that's okay. where like yeah, the nightmares yeah. of constraint comes from. Is when he's in a straitjacket. Uh huh. And this is all just entirely delusional, and that would be that'd be kind of crazy. Yeah. Damn it! I was gonna make a joke, then a real thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> See, we can't be funny, but we can be <laughs> profound. <laughs> story of my life not very funny but profound inter- <laughs> fuck let me try that again it's the story of my life damn it but no, this profound- is the story of your life <laughs> leave this all in absolutely not very funny but profound and entertaining there we go got it yep <laughs> oh my god no that'd be uh, kind of a crazy like yeah and that's another one of those visual cues thing where you're just like you can kind of pick it up on as you go mm-hmm. but yeah you're just like, oh, this is really stereotypical and stupid. Oh, he's got very severe mental disorders. Yeah. You ever watch Swiss Army Man? Nope. Never got around oh, to Oh, man. For the people who don't mind a big spoiler at the end of... It's not really a big spoiler. So if you're watching the movie, Sean and I watched this together. Like, the whole time we were kind of, like, uh, analyzing the movie. Like, oh, maybe he's got per- multiple personality disorder. Maybe he's transgender and he's, like... Mm-hmm. And he, he's it's coming out that he's transgender and stuff like that. And all this weird stuff. And so, like... The story is he's got this the the Daniel Radcliffe character where they can do fucking anything. He's a dead guy that's not really dead, um, and then his boner points him. Yeah, this is this is, it gets weird. His boner points him home, and he gets a boner every time he sees the living guy's life or uh, girlfriend on his phone. Uh huh. So throughout the thing, in order to get that boner, he has to dress up as his girlfriend to give him the boner to point him home. And that's where it was like, so he's got this other guy. Maybe he's got multiple personalities where he's talking to this weird dead abstract thing. And then there's like, maybe he's transgender. Like this guy actually exists, but he's like transgender. He wants to be a girl or maybe both. Who knows? 
and turns out the very not just a weird fucking movie. Like there's this <laughs> there's this dead not dead thing that can fart and launch himself like a motorboat. It's really weird. Anyway, um, well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other superheroes that can exist. I like the idea of like moral ambiguity. Because yeah. that that gives a lot of like story story abilities. Yeah. To it. Um, that's why I really like my first idea because there's a lot of moral stuff you can play with. Yeah. I mean, Stretchy McFlexo Pants is very very morally ambiguous. Like he's like, should I stretch? The only ambiguity is whether I'm going to strangle you now live on air or after we're done. Well, we know the answer to that because we're not on live. So no, we're not. It's gonna be. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Okay. Um, you got any funny jokes you want to tell? Um, two guys walk into a bar. Second one should have seen it coming. You're stupid. Shall we? We shall. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. I to am our... so sweaty. We didn't turn the fan on for I this. I know. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this rainy day episode. Uh, if YouTube still exists in whatever post-apocalyptic <laughs> wasteland we've released this into, then like and subscribe and leave a comment. Uh, if you have a cool idea for a superhero story, tell us all about it, and then we can steal it and take all the royalties. Uh, yes, we will. Follow us on whatever version of SoundCloud the aliens have put in after they take over. The lizard people. Lizard people. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Um, and in case of robo apocalypse, do the iTunes thing. In case of nuclear, <laughs> you got two choices depending on how the world goes. Yep. And in case of nuclear apocalypse, tell your mutant friends about us. Yeah. Always. Maybe they can be the new superhero team that you tell us about in the comments. Yay! <laughs> or maybe they're just horribly disfigured from radiation. Yeah. Don't be racist. Yeah. No. Be. Be nice to everyone. Be nice to everyone, no matter how much of their face they're missing. <laughs> yeah, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bye. 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 bye.